as they go, or do they pre-roll them, or are they ready to go? I, don't know. I can only assume. It's a mixture of all things. Maybe it was just in the air that night. Why is this always, this always feels like an educational video. <laughs> that was kind of the that idea. We're, that we're doing. Hey, we're doing an educational uh, video. We educate people on the show. Uh, it's know. entertainment. Good job, Omar. Hey, good job, Omar. Good job, video, yeah. for introducing this wonderful podcast. Welcome to a very round <laughs> bowl of dude soup. Uh, I'm your host, Lawrence. And I yet again did not ask this man how he'd like to be introduced, so I'll just leave that till the end. We'll figure uh, it out. Uh, Hold on. Uh, you haven't been introduced yeah, yet. I'm holding. Don't. No one's going to know who you are. Don't That's talk. Fair. Don't talk until you're introduced. That's fair. No. But I have other more oh. introducible oh, guests yeah, yeah. on this podcast yeah, right, today. Yes. There is a... Shit, I meant to look up all the ranks of Scientology and assign them. <sighs> I want to be... Grand like Cruz? Grand, Bruce, yeah, Grand Prince or Grand Prince Zenu or I don't know, whatever. Grand, Grand Zeno Acolyte. I don't know. Bruce Green... You haven't been introduced yet. Okay, all right. God, this is already going off the rails. <laughs> We're sitting in couches. This is exciting. We're sitting in armchairs. I'm also in the dark, on, right. I've noticed. Oh, yeah? yeah oh, yeah. Oop, big hey, time. Closer no, to the you white can't table expect everything to be good on the first try. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was sitting. Uh, we lit that okay. part. Weird. I don't know what happened there. In the dark. It's really okay. I don't care, but I'll be in the dark. That's Bruce and everybody. Yeah. Uh, we also got the, uh, the, the card... Cardinal of Electrolytes? I was going to say Thetan Blaster. Oh, Thetan, Thetan Blaster. Blaster. That's yeah, cool. but I was not allowed to speak yet. <laughs> <laughs> still not technically allowed, but... At least won't. At least won't. <laughs> oh, oh, she beat you to it! Like Thetan Blaster. She beat you to it. And our next guest. Well, Lawrence isn't a guest. He's the host. I know. You know I was just... Oh, she, I was giving She was him, allowing me... I was, oh, I'll allow I see. It if you'll introduce... Lynn. His name is Lynn. Hi. Uh... <laughs> What's what's your most notable accomplishment? What would you what would you like people to know oh, you as? That's a good question. Oh god, I did eat almost that entire burrito at uh, Paco's Super, Tacos earlier. Super Mex burrito. Super Mex burrito. They don't call it Super Mex for no reason. Yeah, it was it was impressive. But Some he other. didn't he didn't eat the whole thing. I didn't. I can't. Bones can eat the whole thing. I've seen him do it. Ooh. If you don't know Lynn, you may have seen him on uh, Always Open and on the Spot. Unfortunately. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, no, nobody saw me. You did order a lot of ketchup that one night. That was weird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the with the JW Hotel. <laughs> yeah, we were drunk in the suite after RTX. Okay. And we we're trying to see how much uh, ketchup we could fit in Lawrence's pockets. Bottles of ketchup, not just like loose ketchup. Well, but it's like mini bottles. Of oh, wow. you mad lads, calm uh, down. <laughs> we kept, hold on. We kept calling in-room dining, and there was just. I'm so sorry. I just yeah. need a few more bottles of ketchup. Yeah. So you guys remember that one RTX where we were like up in the suite after, and then somebody ordered a shit ton of chicken wings. That was the same night. Build them to the room, and it. Well, I think we have an idea of who did it. Oh, I actually I know who did. Oh, you know. I found out okay, who did okay. it. I can't say it. Can't I, say. Yeah. But, but I know who did it. it well, a, guess what? It doesn't matter. Because this podcast is sponsored. Mm. So those chicken wings are more than paid They're for. They're paid for. we got three sponsors, <laughs> which means you're looking at a 90 at least minute uh, podcast this time. we got Hymns, Stitch Fix, and eHarmony. Uh, you can get a trial month of Hymns for just $5 today. Right now, all supplies last at 4hymns.com slash dude. Uh, for Stitch Fix, you can keep all five items. If you keep all five items in your Stitch Fix box, you get 25% off your entire purchase at stitchfix.com slash dude soup. And you get a free month of eHarmony when you sign up for a three-month subscription using our code SOUP at checkout on eHarmony. So thank you, sponsors. Get into those later. And before people start losing their minds, uh, we can, well, the Hymns ad will have a healthy preface to make sure that everybody uses the service, or everybody is both educated on how the service works and uses it responsibly because, of course, we are first and foremost uh, invested in our, our viewers' health. 
We're also going to smoke a lot of weed and play video games this Friday. That's cool. I mean, that's that's us, though. Yeah. That's our body. Not sponsored. That is not the viewer. I mean, I'm... Nor should the viewer even try. I think that only we should do that because we're doing it for their entertainment. And because you can't smoke as much as us. <laughs> that's a challenge! <laughs> no, no, it's not a challenge. Don't no, do it. it. Don't do it. Well, it's... So it's... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. Uh, it's, it's interesting the way that people react to, or the bravado that's involved sure. with consuming substances. Oh, sure. yeah, it's dudes are like, yeah, I can drink so a lot, but it's huge. Yeah. Are there, there are people who are like, I can smoke 30 weed cigarettes. Sure. And yeah. not fall asleep on anything. train tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course there are people that say that. There are people that say all sorts of crazy dumb shit. But do people take pride in the amount of weed they can consume? Really? Hell yeah. I, 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 was, I was a stoner for three months. And I watch people, I watch people like, they're like, watch how much I can hit off this bong. <laughs> and then they would just like kill themselves. And I was like, ah, uh, cool, neat. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's just the, the culture around um, drugs is really fascinating because, I mean, people, people like chant when somebody's chugging off a beer bong. Mm. Do, do people do that when somebody's hitting like a six foot bong? Or they like need the lung you, capacity I mean, of metal. You're doing that with like one other friend, right? Yeah. And that yeah. dude's like, <laughs> there's nobody's chanting. Dude's on the couch. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's definitely it's an it's an an age related thing too, because mm. I think at our point in our lives, it's almost medicinal <laughs> like, in a sad way, because it's like you're using it to sleep or just to relax. Or you're not really like... I'm, getting, I'm using it to get tore up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you know, when I was 14, it was like, oh, I, yeah, I, I need to like get high. Yeah. I need to like... No, Adam's like, and, I can't sleep. And you're probably smoking oregano <laughs> from a yeah. like, senior that sold it to you. Um, but, but poor Adam anyway. Kovic, he can't sleep or can't see. <laughs> <laughs> like an old man. He needs more weed. He needs more weed. He needs his afghan, his tea, uh, his vape pen. I, I have noticed, old woman. like, <laughs> yeah. just I have seen in our subreddit and stuff, some people saying that they, they're not going to watch the stream. They have, yeah, they that's don't, totally fine. That's totally fine, um, yeah. it's, it's totally fine. It's, uh... America. You cannot watch America. anything you don't want to. Well, the thing, that, I mean, you know, uh, I think pot is still not as accepted as uh, alcohol. I mean, Sorry, alcohol's yeah. been around since the 30s and, be and before that, obviously, with, uh, you know, prohibition and a lot of other stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. and, and I kind of get it. Like alcohol is fun, <laughs> to not so it if is. you're underage, yeah. don't drink, uh, don't binge drink. That's yeah. terrible for your health. But holy shit, no one will ever get high and like dive bomb off a table into another table trying to break it. Unintentionally, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I yeah. see some people. Mostly they get some deep shit. thoughts about Star Trek, but which, by the way, I have some deep thoughts about Star Trek. <laughs> I, I mean, like you do that hear. when you're drunk, though, Lawrence. Yeah, well, pretty much all the time. True. It's usually, when and I'm when sober, sober, I have the good sense to keep it all inside. But then my crippling need to connect with other human beings overcomes my terrible <laughs> social anxiety. And then I just become <laughs> all thoughts. Welcome to the podcast, Lynn. Yeah. Hey, well, I'm, I'm having a great time. I'm basically just enjoying the podcast. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of about. Uh, it's like a live audience of one. Yeah. 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 We, we invited a fan. Yeah. What, what disease do you have? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, something that weed can't cure, apparently. <laughs> Lynn does watch our videos, which blows my mind. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. I mean, awesome. Thank you. I, now, you know, I, I don't think I've ever actually watched, like, uh, the, the dude soup, though. So that's, that's fun. I only saw, like, the one live one at RTX and stuff like that. I really just oh, yeah. I didn't really have time to, uh, you know, listen to you guys. For, These like, podcasts are long. long. They're man. very long. Yeah. I don't fault anyone for not listening to this. <laughs> well, and I make it. Usually people put it on the background and yeah. they'll do something else. Yeah. So if you, you know, put it on and go work or whatever. Yeah. Right now, World of Warcraft. I guess now it's uh, trying, to get that, trying to get that victory royale. Oh yeah, we're pulling for you. Yeah, but not everybody can be number one. Not everybody. Only uh, only one, or a maybe two or four. But <laughs> that's deep. That's real deep. All right. Uh, I guess 
I have no segue for this. This is just, uh, I'm gonna try out some different, different, different style of content. Got a new table? New table, new year. <laughs> it's April. Where'd you get this table from? Uh, I stole this from the lobby. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? It it's so dark over there. I know. Who, where are you? <laughs> I need to get you like something to make you echoey. Hmm. Can we drop the echo cage on Bruce, please? I mean, you just do it in post if you really want to. Yeah, but where's that echo cage? There yeah. it is. Yeah, Wait, there's, what's the, it? there's the police pounding on something I think back Omar there. Omar's tapping on the mic. Uh. <laughs> we got Omar back on the God mic. Hey, Omar, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Look at that. We got a whole crew. All right. Here's okay, guys. I got some juicy celebrity gossip for you. This is the pivot I was I was I was referring to. This is now a celebrity gossip podcast. See? There you go. Uh, I love you. <laughs> I like that it just goes away. <laughs> so hopefully I'll nobody remembers it. Uh, celebrity gossip, you guys. John Travolta, Tom Cruise. Years worth of, of <laughs> hatred and enmity. You notice when you yell at them and point, they both shake their heads? Because <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's him, it's him. And then he's like, no, 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 they're, they're. <laughs> this is uh This is the thing I do now. I, I point. I Great. lean into it because I can I now. I don't like that you do this mm. either. I have a, a little spread. It's gross. And I start swirling around. So what, are they coming out as straight? Or no. I <laughs> <laughs> got a hot source. Uh, somebody, oh. somebody deep in the, the bowels of Scientology. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's see here. Brendan Tigg, a 30-year security guard for the Church of Scientology, now, now retired. So the chains are off. Well, I was reading that he left Scientology. Like he's, oh, he's, oh he, was, he was a Scientologist. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I did read that he was a Scientologist yeah, and he left when he was 37. He <laughs> said, so that's enough. My whole life? He was, he was born into it. Oh, oh I see. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so he, he, his you know, parents were Scientologists. And yeah. I, try to, I try to be knowledgeable yeah, about this for the show. Yeah, she did some research on the topic. It's helpful. Yeah. I mean, I, I, resent, I resent any amount of upstaging that's occurring, but... I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to upstage you. I was trying to upstage you. Uh, anyway, let's... Uh, <laughs> we're just putting off, off the gossip. This is important. This okay, is what okay. the show's about gotcha. now. Celebrity gossip. It's <laughs> never about that, by the People way. It's usually it. about video games. People love... You can do both. All right. Uh, Cruz, 55, was reportedly awarded the Freedom Medal of Valor in 2008, which is recognized as the highest award in Scientology given to its most dedicated member. It's a big award. Yeah, yeah. big stuff. It literally uh, is a big, that. big I'm award. Probably, I'm sure it's very big. <laughs> yeah. Actually, physically big. Yeah. Oh, this is from news.com.au. Always source you know, journalism first. On Australia? Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, I, I also didn't want to source Fox News, so there you go. Um, let's see here. The recognition allegedly made Travolta, 64, quote, explode in jealousy, end quote. Teague existed that Travolta felt he was the favorite son of Miss Scavage, the uh, current Supreme Grand, yeah. Grand uh, Hubbard. President Scientologist. Yeah. <laughs> quote, it's no secret that Cruz and Travolta despised each other, he claimed. Uh, Travolta wasn't invited to Cruz's wedding with Katie Holmes, which told me everything. I can assure you Travolta Damn. doesn't recognize Cruz as a superior in any way. When Cruz got that medal, Travolta was so pissed off. <laughs> it goes on. Uh, quote, the closest person Miscavige had ever said uh, that about before was Travolta. He was told by Miscavige oh. that he was the most dedicated Scientologist and introduced more members than anyone. So it was like getting his title stripped. Hmm. He was jealous. Wow. Hmm. It's like who was best for Santa this year, basically, is what it is. <laughs> the best Scientologist. Just, you're just... Kneeling at the table so, and hoping those scraps roll right in your mouth. Yeah. My understanding was that John Travolta had never even come as close as how high Tom Cruise has risen in the ranks. That's of what Scientology. I thought. Yeah. Because yeah. um, another source I was reading was saying that it it is probably about half a million dollars worth of 
worth of money and investment put into Scientology to rise as high as Tom Cruise has. That's actually not that much. I thought it'd be way more. I thought it'd be like millions of dollars. Oh, really? Yeah. I, mean, I, thought ha- I guess half a million seems a lot to me. I mean, like Tom, well, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise yeah. Think about it. Tom oh, Cruise is making 50, 60, 70 million a year. Yeah. So he's only donated you know, a, a very small percentage point of his, uh, of his pay. So I wonder what it is because they're both creepy, right? <laughs> well, but Tom bet, Cruise is bankable, I, I suppose. I mm. bet John Travolta was mad because John Travolta made a movie about Scientology oh, you're right. called Battlefield Earth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hold and on. everybody saw it, including me, in the theaters. <laughs> Little Indy. <laughs> really? I did, I saw it in the theaters. Oh, um, that was like the most expensive movie one of, the most expensive ever, of all yeah. time when yeah. it was really? made, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It was correct. stupid budget. And I think it made back maybe like, Where did it go? 20 yeah. bucks, 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, where no. did all the Lane's money go? It. Yeah, yeah, it's, it definitely didn't look like All that like cool makeup he wore. He was the bad guy. And his dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah. The, mm. platform shoes. I mean, you're right, Bruce. Yeah, he's. This is the utter commitment. Th- this is way more commitment to than it. Tom Cruise has ever done for Scientology. Because Tom Cruise is also kind of like a, a behind the curtain Scientologist to an extent. Like he'll go and he'll rant at Matt Lauer, right, about it, but. Right. But people know that he's like, oh, he's he's the cool dude. That's you know, like he's like your cool pastor dude that you knew in in like church or whatever. When you, if you if you went to church, but then there's that other crazy dude who's like obsessive about religion, and that's John Travolta. Oh, Tom okay. Cruise is the cool youth pastor. But but the cool youth pastor always becomes the crazy old man, right? Not always, I but guess. for the most part. Seems like there's not a whole lot of other paths to go. I guess you can be the utterly wizened old man who like says three things in the entire year, but it's exactly what needed to be said at exactly that moment. See, like that's what I, at the church I went to, my parents when I was young, we had like Father Steve, who was like the cool young He's guy. He's a cool dude, right? Yeah, and Did then he, old wear Polish pr- priest who didn't talk a lot. That's yeah. John Travolta. That's John Travolta. <laughs> well, because John Travolta's almost 10 years older than him. Yeah. So think of it that way. Hmm. We're all going to get replaced at some point. Tom Cruise megastar as well. Like John way Travolta, bigger star. what's he even making now? Let's look. I, I mean, yeah. is there a Wild Hogs 2? I think there already the was a Wild Hogs 2. Yeah. Really? Was there one? Yeah, I didn't no. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that they are contributing to the religion is what I understand. Like just marketing? Just being a face? But just being money. Getting too. it out there? Yeah, yeah, he was money. an American actual, crime story. Actual money. How could we all forget yeah. that? He's in Gotti? Gonna oh yeah, he Gotti. was in OJ. Hmm? Oh yeah, OJ. Mm-hmm. OJ is he's amazing in OJ. Yeah. I think it's like it's it's also recruiting and it's also manipulating other celebrities to get involved in Scientology. Oh, yeah. I'm sure like if you can recruit if Tom Cruise can bring in Will Smith. So yeah. I yeah, I could probably convince Will Smith to do a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, just that's pretty not much really it. all that. Isn't it kind of unfair that Tom Cruise has been really good at everything he's ever tried to do? Uh did he's, you see the mummy? I mean also, yeah, in context. He's not, he's not good at fucking chicks. Let me tell you that. We don't know that. I don't think we do know that. Hmm. The blank expression on Katie Holmes' face throughout their entire relationship. Yeah, she was yeah. very placid the whole time. Yeah. Not a whole lot of thigh quivering going on there. He is good at interviewing women to be his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. So. Well, that's, what science, that's what they do. It's like uh, they, they set it up as like they take care of everything in your life, sort of like a, like a Japanese company where like they'll... You know, bring in like somebody for you to marry and where you're gonna live and how it's gonna be and stuff like that. In which case, that sounds kind of nice, actually. Yeah, just fun. I was did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you already, you, you already got half that. Uh, you got the, I guess partially. Then. But the, yeah, like Funhouse was like we had housing. I've arranged your husband for you. It's Lynn. Lynn to arrange the divorce. Yeah. Oh, so. oh, <laughs> no. And then we'll be drinking buddies. Yay! Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. <sighs> 
can tell you all about Star Trek. Nice. Aren't you looking forward to that? Eh, yeah, kind of. Can you look up Wild Hogs 2? Yes. Yeah, I'm actually very curious to see if Wild Hogs 2 was a thing. Or Lynn was just lying to us. It was a thing. I never saw it, really? it was a thing, yeah. They also did Daddy's Home 2. Just completely I knew that. Other, I yeah. knew Daddy's Home 2. Solid. Solid money. I didn't know there would be a Wild Hogs 2. <sighs> is there a Wild Hogs 2? I'm pretty sure. I don't know that there is. I don't is. think there's a Wild said, Hogs 2. I said it so confidently, though. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that there is. It's the confidence is. of a man. That's the key to everything, really. There's a big mama's house, too. I knew that. Mm. There is no Wild Hogs 2. Oh. There's no White Chicks 2, is there? Maybe. No. no, there should be, though. There should I, be. I mean, I, I'd say that maybe you're thinking of Space Cowboys 2, but that it's also happening. did not have a sequel. <laughs> yeah. so. No, Space Cowboys 2. Well, they're all dead now. So. No, are mm. they? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Sutherland's alive. Clint Eastwood's alive. I'm kidding. It was a joke. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones is. What's his name? Is James Garner, right? He was in that, wasn't he? I think he was. He's dead, right? He's absolutely dead. Yeah. Mm. Been dead for years. All right, so the uh, brilliant, brilliant discussion of celebrity gossip, guys. I think we all deserve a round of applause for that. Very engaging <laughs> content. Well, we do this every week. We uh, have for 160 weeks or whatever. It's only getting better, Bruce. It's a whole new show. Okay. Uh, but here's, here's, the, uh, here's the kind of the spinoff question, the open-ended question. This is where the real comedy starts, audience. Uh, what, uh, so the thing that I find interesting about this stuff is what, I love it when people battle for what essentially amounts to a meaningless title um, in the sense that all religions are sort of constructed by or operated by mankind. Mm. It's, it's always been cute to me when people uh, feel jealousy over things that people also invent. So people invented ranks inside of their own structure and then people are then fighting over those things that they invented themselves. So what are what are times in your life where you achieved some level of acclaim or success inside of a very closed and like pinned in society? Be it like an anime club, just throwing that out there. Um, <laughs> no, you're not. Like a math and science club in school. Uh, some talking about the clubs he was at. Like a poker club. Well, that's what I wrote down. Uh, maybe a poker club. That's what other normal humans do after work. Yeah. Have have beers with the bros. Oh, I got one. Oh yeah. This isn't really fame though. Uh, all right, I have two. I'll tell, I'll tell the one, okay. if we need another one, I'll tell the other one. Uh, there was a Star Wars fan club uh, in my high school. I wasn't the president of it, because I wasn't cool enough. No. Did um, you want to be, though? But I'm sure that I wanted to be. Did you plot to overthrow the president? I would never do anything <laughs> oh, like okay, that. Oh, okay, because that would be very Star Wars. That's very did. Sith. That's very Sith, yeah. and I was Jedi, Bruce, 100%. Bruce Jedi all the way. Um, no, I, uh, we had a... Uh, we had... We loved it. Um, so, Star Wars fan club. Okay. Uh, it was a big deal in 1997. That tells you how old I am. Yeah, Edge of, uh, because, edge of Phantom Menace, right? Um, right, because, uh, well, no, no, no. Phantom Menace was in 99, but 97 was when they re-released mm. Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi in the theaters. You're yawning already. That's fine. It's a Star Wars fan club. Uh, story, I understand. I'll get to it fast. I'm thinking of my own age. Um, <laughs> um, Where's my tea in yeah. Big Ben? So it had just started. I had just started this high school, so I was brand new to the high school, and I was like, well, there's, you know what? If there's one place I'll be accepted, it's a Star Wars fan club. I was right. Uh, everybody's really cool there. Um, and they had a contest where they're like, there was no prize, now that I realize it, but they had a contest where we're going to play any orchestral song from the John Williams soundtrack of Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, or Jedi. And if you can tell us the exact scene that that music is from, you win. Nothing, but you win. What if it's used in multiple scenes? Uh, well, most of it wasn't. Ah. Um, and I won handily. I destroyed everybody else. There's like three or four people. Even the president? Um, oh, I killed the president. Wah. 
Uh, oh, he lost face that day. I, I, I could tell you any scene that that, that music dropped immediately within, within 10 to 15 seconds or so. Uh, and the reason was, I was reading Star Wars books since I was 12. Um, and that, that was, by the way, that was not when Star Wars was cool. This was like 92-ish when I was reading those Star Wars books and building Star Wars models for myself. Um, and uh, I would read the book and then put the disc. I like at least won't meet me in the eyes. She <laughs> <laughs> won't look me in the eyes. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm a big loser. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a loser. Making his little bottle. No, I love it. I, I love it. I would, I, Delicately cutting out those little I would. I would sit down I, I, on my bed with Star Wars sheets and I would read the Star Wars books, novelizations that nobody cared about back then. Uh, and I had a disc man that I would put the I bought a, I bought like the collector's edition soundtrack of Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back: Return of the Jedi. Put the discs in my disc man, pop the headphones on, and read the books. Nice. That's how I'm I living it. That's how I. That's knew. wonderful though, and I love that. Uh, <laughs> so wait, did like, you? Oh, that's I how I. It. That's how I won the contest in 1997. Ultimately, making them the most popular guy <laughs> in my <laughs> high school Wars of 1,500 thing. people. That's awesome. Um, 1,500 people. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so did did anyone else? Were they just like shocked in a buzz at this new kid on the block who could just annihilate? No. Did they ostracize you? No. no, they, no. Were they were very nice. Oh. Actually, the the president of our our well, our student body president was the president of Star Wars fan club. Wow. Yeah. You had an in, Bruce. Mm-hmm. I did. You impressed him with your Star Wars knowledge. You could have had him pass all sorts of ordinances for you. I. He was the homecoming king as well. I didn't though. I didn't use my powers for for evil. See. That's what people get wrong about high school is like it's always it, it's never understood that like smart kids can actually be like you know if there's a jock that's smart you're not like that guy's lame you're no. like oh, oh that guy's smart and he's a jock yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah he's got it all. he's got it all yeah. um, so like this guy was the Star Wars pre- club president yep. yeah, and he was homecoming king and he was the student body president he did everything his name was Steve Fainer he's a great guy. great dude I don't know what he's doing now but great guy drug addict I bet. I hope not. I bet. Stick it to him, Bruce. <laughs> Come on. He's such a good dude. <sighs> Who cares? He might he, have been a Mormon. He had more than you did, and that he deserves to get taken down a peg. Could you beat him now? Beat him in what? A Star uh, Wars competition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, in a Star yeah. Wars competition. I wonder. Yes. Oh, okay. There's a, there's a lot of new Lawrence stuff now, though. Have you been keeping up with all the... I've read yeah? 60 Star Wars books. Wow. I've read almost all the novels. Well, that was all old continuity. I've read all the new shit. <gasps> yeah? I've been keeping up. Oh, I thought nice. you were out. No. Nah. Yeah. I was never out. What's, okay. a, what's a little lore nugget? What, what's, what's tantalizing this week in Star Wars lore? <sighs> You're going to have to come back to me on that one. There's a lot. <laughs> Excuse me, Star Lores. There's a lot on that one. But yeah. go, go, I want to hear somebody else's nerd story. This is a uh, brief aside when it comes to Star Wars competitions. I was on a carnival cruise because I am a, I am a queen. I'm a royal. This royal was person. recent, wasn't it? Yeah, like, like two years, years ago. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, he doesn't me, have an excuse. Let me tell you. Things I would do differently. One, they sell you a drink pass, but that drink only has 10, 10 drinks on it. He's told me about this and he's right. This, this is fucking bullshit, man. They get right. theirs no matter what. They're like, oh, you're like second drink, you should get a drink pass. And I'm like, free drinks all day? Yeah, bud, sign yeah. me up. And I'm at, the, I'm at the piano bar at night howling at the dude to play uh, Smash Mouth. It's a jazz piano bar, he takes requests. <laughs> and he did it. Um, but handed- He did not take requests. You yeah, were just yelling at him. There's no way that guy took requests. <laughs> he made eye contact with me as a universal That's a request, <laughs> that's fair. Which is why typically it's not a good idea to make eye contact with me. Anyway, I, I, I belligerently palm slap my card down on the bar, demanding more booze. They run it and they say, sorry, sir, you've hit your limit. I'm like, limit? Is this Nazi Germany? 
I didn't actually do that. But well, I was thought, it international waters? It should. It probably was at that point. Wait. Actually, I'm not sure where I Probably. was. It might not have been a boat. He doesn't know where I was. Yeah, yeah it's going. Kids He's drunk. No idea. You're Wait, it might boat. not have been a boat. Yeah. Did you say you're on a cruise? Who knows? There was there was rocking involved. So are you saying there's you could only have ten drinks per day? Yeah, and then you got to buy another That's pass. That's not enough. I, I think that they were just cutting you off. They might have just been like, sir, this card is it's not good. That's anymore. how they, they saw you to shouting at the pianist. Maybe. But the thing is, I could and have bought another drink. They pretended to run it through, yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just swiped through his fingers. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Nope. Oh, Came <laughs> So that's learning number one. I haven't even gotten to the anecdote yet. Learning number two. Uh, it is way more effort to try and fill up a fake sunscreen bottle with booze than to just buy it. I was going to ask if you did that. I tried. And it worked, but fuck me, it wasn't worth it. Was like leaking shit? I heard Listerine bottles the way to go. Oh, yeah. And you like dye a little green, you know, and then it just makes much more sense. They think you have really minty, fresh breath, but you're really an alcoholic. Yeah, it's nice. Hey, it's roughly the same. It's alcohol. Yeah. It kills germs either way. You could just drink the Listerine then. Actually, right. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, (laughs) problem is uh, the sunscreen bottles are not big enough to warrant the cost and the effort. Makes sense. Mm. So you're going to buy a bottle of vodka anyway and you can only put a chunk of it into the sunscreen bottle and then what if it leaks so you have to wrap that in a bag and you got to like put it on your stuff because you're being very yeah. James Bond about it which means alcoholic. Um, so yeah and then and you get like two stiff drinks out of it. Not worth it. No thank you. Yeah, that's fair. Just uh, just pay for your booze. They get you. They get you man. And they get you coming and going. Do you try to get stuff to like buy you drinks? No, I can afford my own drink. No, I meant like because you got cut off. <laughs> yeah, they didn't cut me off. The car just ran out. Sounded like they cut you off. No, I bought another drink after <laughs> After I grumbled at the table. Then the, the guy started playing All Star on piano and yeah. mellowed out a little bit. I see that all play out. Stephanie, you like, she did that. She patted the back of my head and I went, wee, 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 wee. did that a little bit. Went to the bathroom, threw up, came back, rallied back, bought another drink. Whoops. Power saving kicked in. <laughs> All right, now the anecdote is, uh, at some point on this cruise, they had a Star Wars trivia, and Stephanie was like, oh, oh we got to do this. I'm gonna Stephanie loves Star Wars. She does, and she's, she's very good at it. Yeah, she is. Uh, but it was like a 10-question thing, and she's like, I'm going to kill this. I'm going to get that T-shirt. She was sold. <laughs> One T-shirt. And we're ready to go, and then, and then this dude walks up. And oh, so, no. Yeah, you know, it's like color of money. When a, when a guy walks into the bar with a briefcase and pops it open and starts assembling his cue, you're like, shit, I'm not going to clean up tonight at all. This dude rolled up, and he was already wearing a Star Wars shirt. Ooh. Uh, yeah. That he won from the last contest. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's Gosh, probably what happened. Yeah. Chain. But yeah, this guy, uh, due to his stature and demeanor, his, uh, his air, uh, I could tell that we were dealing with a real contender here. Uh, and yes, it, I think it was just down to one question. It was off. It was, I think it was like, what's the first movie that has Imperial March in it? Which oh. is uh, it's Empire. It's uh, definitely Empire. Yeah. Why, why did everybody Wait. think it was Jedi? It's not. It's not. No, it's new a hope. lot of people think it's New Hope. Oh. Yeah. No, no, that's Empire. Bruce knows. Uh, and then there was one other one that was a, that I was just a tiny. Bit tricky. <laughs> anyway, Steph thought she was going to be queen of Star Wars trivia on that boat. Turns out there's always she oh, wasn't. No. <sighs> Sorry, I was. I was already. I was already drunk though, so I was of no emotional support to her at that moment. <laughs> so yet again, she was left to uh, console herself while I continued to scream at the jazz pianist. Nice. Uh, sounds like a great cruise. They had a champagne bar on that boat. Cool boat. The inside looked like bubbles. <laughs> I'm not yawning this is the story. It's the air, air circulation. Oh, uh, is that why you're falling asleep? No. <laughs> all right, well, you guys got any? Honestly, like, I, I know I, I joke. Like, if we, I think we all do it when somebody talks about a nerdy pastime they have or something that they're passionate about that's a little geeky. We'll joke. But I truly love 
when people have really diverse or weird or quirky or nerdy interests. And I think that like if you're ever talking to somebody and they're really passionately unloading to you about something that they love and they're apologetic about it, it's kind of sad because that means that they've talked about things they're passionate about before to people that shit on them or don't care. And that's the reaction they have. Um, but I also think it's really funny, like for me, like, cause I know there's stuff that I like that's super nerdy and lame. And so like, I don't mind being made fun of for it. And I think it's funny. Um, I mean, are we just talking about nerdy shit we've done now? Sure, or whatever. <laughs> well, he was trying to like come what's up with this? like what's what made you popular what in a tiny, cool? tiny yeah. social yeah. circle. Microcosm human dynamics. Like when when was there a time that Elise they like lifted you in the air Never. and chanted your name? Elise. Never. Elise, I mean, Elise. I mean, I mean, no. I mean, I, I used to be really into Neopets, as you know, for a period of time, and I I was quite the paintbrush collector, um, sacrificing my own pet's health at times. Wait, what are paintbrush collectors? What's that? Well, in Neopets, you would have, like, really, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, s- exclusive I know what, Yeah, I know what Neopets are, but I don't know what that is. Paintbrushes paint were collectibles. Like, you could get, like, a green-dipped paintbrush How did you get them? Dip. Bought them, or you could find them in games and stuff, or you could get them as a prize. It was very difficult, but um, I was not even really that. I, I don't think I... I don't know if I've ever difficult. really excelled at anything to the point where it's been a talking point. Was there like or, a sport you played a lot or like? Yeah, I was gonna ask, did, did, uh, so you I didn't, didn't get into the Neopets forums or anything? You you didn't, No, I was people a, didn't recognize you social. based on your username? Um, but you know, I felt like, oh, you know what? I mean, when I was a kid and, and like I was like six years old and stuff and there'd be, you know, things where your teachers are trying to encourage you to read. I always had the most books read in class. There you go, yeah. that's a good one. Um, and, and, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was <laughs> No, then. I mean, yeah, I guess I was, I was just pretty nerdy. So uh, you, I like to build dioramas. What was, um, the, what was the coolest diorama you made? One that was, oh, one. <laughs> I want to hear One I made once said. was of, of a medieval, uh, like a medieval supper. So you'd have all the lords and ladies and uh, general noblemen. Uh, seated by rank. Did you make tiny food eight. for the table? <laughs> I, I did. It was, <laughs> seated by rank. <laughs> it, was, it was mostly like, um, so I, I had been really, really in, into like medieval, just kind of history at the time. Or not even history, but customs, I suppose, more so than exact history given my age. Um, but, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, ta- you know, being specific uh, tas- tapestries for houses on the walls uh, were so important. Wait, and seating people you know, in, in relation to their tapestries. Wow, I didn't know that Are you that telling me this was mostly paper. had uh, accurate tapestries? Well, I, you know, I created unique house tapestries at the time. But did you explain this to your teacher to make sure that the teacher I understood did bring it the to, depth? I did bring it to class to show my teacher. It was not a required piece of schoolwork. No one asked uh, you to do it. And, and no one, brought it. I just did it just and then I brought project. it. And everybody else was probably like, this fucking bitch no, every, is kissing up to the teacher. I think teacher. everyone was like this fucking loser <laughs> like making these dioramas. Why is she making these? And I think the teacher was probably like, why is she bringing this here? Like, I don't want this Everybody here. was asking why except for you. <laughs> why? But yeah, I... Wait, about you, Lynn? I, I, oh, I wanted to hear rest yeah. of the time. Yeah. pictures? I, I, I have to tell you that. tons of stories about the, the I know about shit this. I used to do. Because I, I used, also, my mom gave me a typewriter when I was like seven. And I was really into mysteries. I still am. But I would write like mystery stories with this typewriter because I, I was always watching like Diagnosis Murder and Murder, She Wrote with yeah, my mom, yeah. and I was always reading mysteries. Cool. So I would rep, like, try to mimic these mysteries, and I thought I was like a real, like, 
crime writer with you were my an Agatha typewriter. Christie as well, you were, yeah. I was a really, really sad child. <laughs> that doesn't sound that, sad that at all. Like you had a lot yeah. of like hobbies that were yeah. like fulfilling hobbies. and healthy. I mean, whatever. Something. Anyway, was... somebody else talk about your nerdy stuff. <laughs> Wait a I want to hear about I could, this I family you made up. Worlds. <laughs> oh no, the no, the nobility. I mean, they're from different, mostly different houses, and they were kind oh, of just of congregating. I want to see pictures of this. I don't think I have pictures. Oh, I bet your mom does. I don't know, but I bet but, your mom. Uh, does. We should just move on because I'm sweating <laughs> under this. Oh, I really want to find is, out. This is a really. Uh, this is a day. This has been a day, Lynn. <laughs> can you well, give me? Can you give me your mom's phone number? Yeah, I will. I gotta. I gotta. You should already have it, you minx. <laughs> so, uh, pardon me for a moment. Mm-hmm. Well, the the segue I would have in mind, provided I don't have to preface this read with a, a lengthy disclaimer and, and advice for our viewers, is that we don't live in the dark ages anymore. Get your medicine the new way. Hymns. You can't use that though. No, well, I should, I should at first uh, implore our audience that, of course, if you're concerned about your health, the best thing you can do is see your personal doctor. Uh, you should consult with them about anything. And this is typically advised when it comes to changing your diet, having a new exercise plan. If you have a doctor that you visit frequently and you have a good relationship with, by all means, uh, secure your health uh, by visiting that doctor. Uh, however, I think it's a little more commonplace in America to not even have a working relationship with a doctor. Uh, I don't really. Uh, every time I switch insurance or move to a new town or whatever, it's like a th- at least a month wait to get it to get on a new doctor. I'm not trying to make excuses or explain uh, anything just like about that. This, how the system works. Yeah, that's how the system works for us. Uh, and to acknowledge the elephant in the room, I guess there was a there have been a lot of audience complaints about Hims, which is a service that will pair you with a doctor online, go through an evaluation, receive a prescription, and then have prescription drugs mailed to you. Uh, I understand the concern for it. Um, but hopefully after explaining the process, the screening process that occurs, uh, most of those concerns will be addressed. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, HIMSS, as I previously said, is a service that uh, connects you with an online doctor who will then review your information and prescribe you a medication. Uh, specifically, we are uh, promoting their hair retaining drug, which is... Uh, uh, I saw it this morning and it's skipping my mind. Oh, finasteride? Finasteride, thank you. So uh, the process that I went through when I signed up for it, because uh, I'm, I'm hitting my mid-30s, uh, and I've, I was always curious, you know, what's the first milestone where you can tell your body's starting to completely fall apart? Um, and it wasn't the hernia. <laughs> and it wasn't the crippling alcoholism. No, no, no. It was a thinning hairline, the one thing that, that actually matters to me. Uh, I could actually see it in the mirror. It was kind of, it was kind of scary, you know, there's that first thing. It's, it's like, well, that's it. Uh, I guess I'm dead now. But <laughs> I also at one point made a promise to myself to fight it as hard as I could at every, at every step. So uh, I saw that happening. And I was like, well, I guess that's just it. But then uh, I, the HIM sponsorship came through and I decided to try it out. So I log on. You basically fill out a questionnaire. Like, here are the things that I'm seeing. It's like, what, what kind of hair loss are you seeing? Where is it? And then you have to take photos of your entire scalp, basically, from the front, the top, the sides, the back. I sent in all those photos. They actually uh, wrote me back, said, hey, by the way, some of these photos are a little too blurry. I need you to take them again. So I did. And then a doctor wrote me a note saying, okay, based on what I'm seeing, I'm seeing thinning of the hairline in the front. I'm seeing thinning of hairline in the back. I'm going to prescribe finasteride. Uh, there's another uh, medicine they prescribe that deals with balding on the top. Didn't prescribe that one. So, uh, and they also, it pairs with a shampoo and some like multivitamin gummies. Uh, but this prescription finasteride is the thing that's clinically proven to uh, stop the stop hair loss or stop hair thinning and potentially even regrow hair. So that's what I'm on now. Uh, the experience as I as I as I had online 
felt to me identical to going to a doctor, which is, in America, that's a pretty cursory review, uh, a fairly standard lecture about the drug and its side effects, and then a prescription that you go fill out a pharmacy. So uh, after having that experience, I judged that it was uh, pretty similar to the medical services offered elsewhere in North America. So I was like, cool, I think we can, we can uh, I feel comfortable putting this service in front of our audience. But hmm. uh, today, you can try the service yourself if you're experiencing hair thinning for $5 while supplies last. Uh, you can do that at forhims.com slash dude. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash dude. Uh, so thank you, Hims, for the sponsorship. Thank you for hopefully the hair that I will keep on my head. We'll see. If I go bald, that's fine, too. Bald is cool now. Wait, it might not be in 20 years. Uh, Jason Statham. What? He's not going to be the thing in 20 years. Well, for you, he will be. Yeah, he's always cool. He'll always be the thing for you. Always. Patrick Stewart. I'm for sure. He he's had the ring, cool. too. Yeah. He was cool. Yeah. He was jacked up in First Contact. Anyone notice that? Just me? Mm-hmm. Only me? Mm-hmm. That's one of those Star Trek things we were going to talk about. Uh, Here, don't worry about it. I'll, 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 I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Well, we're, we're hanging out now. I remember him being like incredibly frail for Logan. And that was like he lost like what, uh, like yeah. a bunch of weight for that oh, one. Yeah. Oh, he that had was, to make himself even more old. Yeah, tiny. Dang. So oh, yeah. you had to send pictures in for the hair one. Yeah. Do you have to send pictures in for the... For the wiener one? You have to send in like a limp... So, uh, due to audience concerns, I did try to sign up for that myself. Yeah. Uh, but right away it required me to lie, which mm, you can do. Fair. You can do that to a doctor as well. Yeah. But basically it makes you click a box saying, I promise that I've had an in-office an in, uh, doctor's visit in the last year. And then as you go on, they make you input your blood pressure and stuff like that. And then, to my understanding... They then validate that with the doctor to make sure that it is a, an accurate. We should say, don't lie to your doctor. Don't fucking or, lie to your or doctor. Or lie to the service or anything else like that, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, my reasoning is that any responsible adult should be trusted to use something as instructed. You can abuse anything just like you can abuse an actual ad- doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. or yeah. An, an actual doctor. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it is a concern that, that people might. Uh, Misuse the service or or, yeah. or abuse the service, but that that can be done now. You can go to you can go to a drugstore and overdose on on whatever you want, which you shouldn't do. By the way, for for stating things here, all right. Let me look up Patrick Stewart and how ripped he was. <laughs> Is it Lynn's yeah. turn to tell a story? Yeah. Okay, oh, oh, the uh, the one time that I look, when you're popular, been, Lynn. I've always been like very medium all the way through. The reading thing did remind me of something. Whenever I was in elementary school, I did have the most uh, ARP points. Did you read go that? somewhere? Yeah, what else? It's like accelerated oh, reading program. I did that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it was only because they didn't put like a limit on how many tests you could take and then you didn't have to prove you actually read the book. Yeah. If so, you just passed the test, you got yeah, the points. Yeah, basically. You get like, you know, little house Is on that the like prairie. Texas was, thing? Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's not a California thing. Accelerated yeah, reading program. Yeah, but like so the, you're a cheater. But basically, yeah. Because <laughs> you could just go in and you could just take as many tests as you wanted to and then just like click through. And then I had like a hundred more points in the second place person. And they didn't even like say in the back. I got a little, I got a little plaque, a little award that was nice. But you didn't read the books. No, I did not read the books. Man, yeah. I, I tried to but, do it right. I actually yeah, read yeah. the books. I read Little Women for that shit because that was like 36 I, points. I took that test. I know. <laughs> I, got, I got like six points out of that one. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I read that entire book. Because well, you'd use it in like the shop and buy like the little bird that bounced on your finger and yeah. like eraser animals and See, stuff. See, the prizes for us were you just got books. The teacher would give you like oh, more books? a book that you like could keep. Oh, we had to check them out of the library. Which, as a voracious reader, yeah. such as myself, was a, a windfall, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a free book. 
But then was, I, there was one time I could tell the, because you got to choose, and I could tell the teacher did not want me to choose the book. What do you mean, why? I think she wanted to keep it for the classroom. Ah. Uh, mm. And so did you take it anyway? Of anyways? course I did. No. Are you depriving of other I, people of an education? <laughs> wow, you did. You deprived other people Those of that. Those kids weren't going to read it. It was stupid. <laughs> 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 you weren't, uh, you weren't I don't remember what it was. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, whatever. Cold-hearted. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, anything else, Lynn? I mean, look uh, at Hold on. I mean, he's it, got some upper bow. Oh, look at him. I'm telling you, man. Cap. Are you sure it's not just how he's flexed? Oh, Cap. My, who cares? I'm pretty sure Captain Picard looks like a little girl. His body looks like a little girl there. He can be flexed all the time, and that's the right kind of Picard for me. <laughs> oh, look at him. He Terrible is acting the effect. hell out of Look that, at though. those look muscles. That's my Captain right is there. The motion blur on this dude. Oh, my gosh. It I burned off his skin. I saw this movie in theaters. This movie ruled. Mm. I saw it with my math and science team. She's yawning again, by the way. I didn't. It was just <laughs> terrible timing. We went to, let, me, let me double point here. We went to state competition, Elise. And yeah. while we were there, we saw Star Trek First Contact. It was a magical experience. Almost I, as good as being on Carnival Cruise Line. I also, I was in like the gifted program at my school. We would go to, they'd host this annual um, competition for all the other mode programs of their schools called the Think Bowl. Ooh. We did that too. So we did it like a, it was like, there was a spelling bowl. There was like a math bowl. There were a bunch of other bowls that we would do. <laughs> Did you ever do the academic decathlon, Bruce? Uh, we didn't have that. Too many, too many events. There's a lot of things my my school didn't have because like, we didn't have the money or people. Least? I feel like we did that. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I academic decathlon was like all sorts of subjects, right? Right, Omar? Yeah, you had you had a team of like six people or something. I can't remember, and they it was I mean, I everyone had like it. a specialty. Well, yeah. no, we didn't. I mean, the think bowl was just kind of like you went as your your mode group, and then you. You would just answer random questions. Yeah, we had uh, random. I think they were probably divided by um, different points of curriculum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had math and science, and then the four events, and I have numerous medals and ribbons, uh, usually eighth place or lower. Uh, we had please don't choose only on purpose this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, go on, go on. No, they, they had number sense, which was just like it was all mental math. So they would give you it was like a puzzle actually. They would give you all these like algebra problems, and the trick was to learn all the shortcuts with math, hmm. like how to multiply by twenty-five quickly and shit like that. So you mm-hmm. just blaze through it as fast as you could. Calculator, my favorite, where you had a calculator, and they just gave you like ridiculously intense geom- geometry problems, uh, and then science, which is just multiple choice science questions, and then history, I think. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I just did them all because what else am I going to do? So it was just you're doing tests for fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you get those trophies. But see, the best part about it was that they didn't grade you on it. Oh, that's fair. So there was no, there were no grades. Nothing was, there was no pressure unless it was pressure you put on yourself. Yeah. Mm. Actually, that's why I liked it the most because it was a competition that, like, basically, you know, you you would do it for fun, even though it was just to win, typically. Uh, But you didn't have to worry about whether or not it affected your future. (laughs) You know, I guess that's true. You're just testing yourself and trying to see what you can do. I don't know how kids even learn anything now with the internet. Like, why bother? Just Google everything. They learn new things, I think. Different things. Learn how to use the internet, and then you'll learn everything. The internet is all things. The internet is all things. I remember a pretty magic moment. You don't get to talk. This is my show. That's fine. Okay. Okay, all right. right. Lynn's a guest. Let let Lynn talk. Lynn, you talk. Look at the bottom of your empty cup. We'll always have Picard, right? 
We did. We did have Picard. Go ahead. I want to hear your story. I was just going to say that I'm pretty sure that phones are 100% making people stupider. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Because the fact that you don't have to remember anything, I mean, that's pretty much the obvious. It's changing our brains. Yeah, because you no longer have to commit something to memory whenever you instantly are able to pull something out of your pocket and look at it. And then there's no need for you to retain that information because you can easily just do that the next time you need to do it. Oh, you might be right. I, I thought of it the opposite way, which was since I know all of this knowledge in the sense that I've like, I've read it over and over and over, or I'll see it. Then, if I take it in and remember it, which occasionally I, mm. I do, I know more. But I wonder if that's actually the case. If it's more I, like what you said. I truly think that phones are reshaping the way our brains yeah. work, and how we disseminate information, and mm. how we hold information, and and what our brains decide is important and not, and and. Like obviously your attention span. Oh yeah, like absolutely. Our attention spans are Tiny. much changed, which then correlates to like our ability to think critically or or so you might analytically. Actually be one of the last generation of people that Good had brain. to actually learn things <laughs> like whenever you were younger. But now if you're growing up with this thing in That's your true. pocket all the time. Oh yeah, I, like I don't yeah. think I I think like my last year of university I, I had like a laptop that I brought to class with me. No, but I, I never had I never had that. It was always a notebook. Mm. The uh, but I was in computer science like Lawrence, so we had computers, and we would use Google to figure out how to program. That's what I would do. Yeah, it's uh, so. that's not a bad thing, I don't think. Yeah. The, thing that, the thing that occurred to me partially through college is that college isn't about learning things, it's about figuring out how to solve problems, and learning something is just a step to that. But how you learn is up to you. So it doesn't really bug me that people have an omnibus of the human experience in their pockets all the time to refer to. Because if they can still solve problems, now they can just do it faster. That's fair. And as long as they always have their phone, then it's not going to be an issue. Yeah. I, I mean, despite like an apocalypse or something like that or, or anything, I mean, you're always, this is just the new norm. That's, it's not like it's, it's just yeah. changing the way that people are, not necessarily for the worse, but maybe just different. That's yeah. why I always like open book tests, because I'm like, well, if you teach somebody to think critically and analytically, and that's the point of whatever piece or, or ch- like challenge you're giving them, giving them the information to take and then apply to that is not the point that they are able to regurgitate something. It's, able, it's them being able to take that and then apply it in a new way. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, something about lawbreakers or something. Yeah, there's something in there. That's there's one, lawbreakers stuff. That's in one there? of Lars Lars lads. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we can talk about that. Uh, so there's this is a this is a totally original idea um, that I came up with on my own by myself. Not this. It's uh, it's me highlighting members of the the inter- internet community for their outstanding service and nice. and just just being so gosh darn encouraging. <laughs> I call them Lars lads. They're my, they're my people. Who made you the king of the internet? Is they lard lads? Yeah. Uh, you think, is that the, the, the donut guy in the Simpsons? The Simpsons? Yeah, the big boy. Mm. Lard lads. No, this is Lars lads. Lars. Oh. Is two R's, apostrophe S. Like Metallica? Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> no, that's one. <laughs> that's one R. This is two with an apostrophe and then an S. Lads. Lars is lads. You roll the R. Lars When we take dude soup on the road and we're in Europe, I'll keep that in mind. Nice. So... Yes. Uh, oh, lawbreakers ain't doing so hot. Uh, boss key basically <laughs> put it down. Let me only get rid of my my bookmarks there. Can't have people peeking behind the curtain. They put it down. Uh, well, sort of. They stopped supporting it. Yeah, and mm. then uh, wow, was, was it Nexon basically said we could make it free to play, but that would cost money, and it's not making any, so we're just not gonna. Mm, wow. But however, this is the internet, and nothing dies. There is a dedicated group who are still. Holding that Lawbreakers torch high and proud. They are in the uh, fan-run Lawbreakers 2.0 Discord. 
Um, this is from the Kotaku article. It says, there, overseen by its creator, an owner, Jay, who goes by Hen Tai on the server. Nice, clever. Preferred not to share his full name. I don't know why. Uh, people. That's weird. Yeah. Why wouldn't he, actually? What has he been doing on the Discord? <laughs> I mean, is, when you Google the man's name, do you really want like a Discord about lawbreakers to be at the top? I think if I Google Hen Tai, something else is going <laughs> to go up. It's H-E-N-T-I-E. Ah. See, it's clever. It's camel capped. Anyway. Uh, let's see here. It says, uh, quote, I started playing since the alpha. Jay said over Discord, I enjoy the intensity about it. Uh, different, different quote here. For the past three to four months, the entire player base has been us and our Discord and Reddit. Said Bolt, whose real name is Liam Callahan, who was one of the server's most prolific posters in a series of Discord messages. In January of this year, there were usually still enough people to find an online match just by searching, but by February, games had, had to be scheduled. It's funny, he said. The concurrent users got so low multiple times it made the Reddit front page and articles, like I said. And there were comments like, it must be the devs in the game, or it's probably only Cliffy B in the game. But in fact, it was us. <laughs> uh, quote, it feels good to be one of the last ones playing, he said. To think, if I didn't become so involved with the community, I would not have met these people. Oh. And if you think about it, the game never if the game never flopped, I wouldn't have met them either. They've become close friends, he says, despite never meeting face-to-face -face and continue to play just because they love the game, but also because some of them are still hopeful that Bosky will eventually find a way to revive it. That's so lovely. That is really That's nice. nice. They can all be losers together. Made their little internet friends <laughs> playing their game that has about 10 people. Aww. You know, it makes me think back to the Tomorrow Children saga where that game mm. was kind of kind of came out to, to no real uh, fanfare and then interest dwindled, interest dwindled, and then ultimately there was just this really small, tight-knit community still left in those Tomorrow Children servers that they had built their own little world, and there was this really, really sad um, piece I read about how when the servers were shut down, all their little characters in the game were like holding oh, hands no. or so, whatever to like the last minute. What the hell is this? I've never even heard of it. it I don't is, know, but so it's... So it, it got announced 24. 2014, I want to say, E3? Or, it, or maybe PS buried. PSX 2014, I think, maybe okay. even. And it was supposed to be a game where it, it um, was a... Oh, they're all dead now? A representation so of like a functional communist state. And you were these little workers and you would have to stand in... In like food lines, and you basically have to stand in lines for everything. It's like I'm really starving in Soviet Russia. It, uh, <laughs> and and you're saying this game died. <laughs> Communism doesn't work. A lot of abstract con uh, concepts kind of funneled into these systems in this game. Oh my god. Of production and and uh, socialism and. Uh, yeah, needless to say, it didn't quite get the mass audience like, that it had hoped for, but it had this little niche community that was all about it, and then these little characters, they were all kind of like holding vigil right till the end uh, when the servers, the servers were went shut down. down. And it was this beautiful little little story. I, I imagine just the, like the head of IT at that Sony office was like, somebody was like, wait, 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 they're all holding hands. We shouldn't shut it down. And he goes, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I accidentally? Oh, oh whatever. Oh, no. I mean, Let's get lunch. Yeah, there's like he's he's at he's at the terminal and it's like disconnected. All the window pops up. Five active users are still connected. Just clicks it again. <laughs> all right, let's go. Even their clothes are like kind of like plain and it's. Yeah, I can't imagine why it didn't take off. I, I hate being flippant about this because it's like clearly a lot of people lot of really worked hard on this. this. Yeah. Oh yeah, for for the game, yes. But the ones playing, and all the people who desperately wanted to be in a 
Eastern Bloc country at the height of communism. At least did you play this? Rest. I did play. Um, Were you uh, one of the people holding hands? No, I, I played like an early build of it. Oh. Um, and how and much fun was it? You know what? It was still in a working phase. When it came out, I didn't really even realize it came out. Well, I'm I'm on the Lawbreakers honest. side. We played Lawbreakers a lot. We played it since, from the beginning, uh, it the Alpha fun, and man. the Beta. And I actually really enjoyed the game. I thought it was fun. And then <laughs> I heard a joke the other day. I still thought it was funny. I, think I know what you're gonna. Um, I think I know it's Maybe. Going. Well, so, somebody had said, "Oh, uh, Cliffy B is making a battle royale game because he he was making the new Radical Heights." Yeah. Is this a joke? Um, he said Cliffy B is making a battle royale game. It's like, didn't he already make that with Lawbreakers? It went from a hundred players to one. Oh! <laughs> I was like, damn! I did see that. Smoked. <laughs> I did see that. That's a, a morale great joke. breaker. That's a great. <laughs> it's a great joke. Uh, it, it is. And I like I, again. I liked Lawbreakers. I like Cliffy B. So I just yeah. I was bummed. Yeah. But, yeah. And maybe and maybe like maybe free to play. I mean, there. I'm sure there's lots of stuff that, looking back, hindsight is 2020. Cliffy B and his team may have said, "Oh, we should have done that, done that differently." Of course, yeah. But um, I know I was looking at like the early top early access games, and Paladins is right up there, like most played. It's, really? Yeah, it's, it's free to play. We play, didn't we play that? We played it, right? Yeah, we did because Paladins is kind of like I think it gets a lot of flack for being similar to Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch, right? mm-hmm. but it's free to play. Man, free to play is uh, it's Ambrosia. Yeah, it really is. It uh, any man, people love free stuff. It turns out. Yeah. Yeah, has there ever been any free-to-play games that you've gotten it? Actually, uh, whenever I was in high school, RuneScape mm. was oh, wow. yeah, because well, like, you had like That's the good shit. the middle world that you're allowed to do, and then if you paid extra, you got to go out. I was actually the top of one of the uh, new. Uh, uh, speaking of being a, a king among a small group of people, <laughs> it was whenever the the uh, hunter thing first came on. Like I spent like two days just doing nothing but playing that and leveling up that skill, and for like one split second, like I was at the top, or at least I think I was like three down from the bottom. But then like everybody else just. What was your uh, username? No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> oh, come on! No, no, I want to hear. We're gonna find I, out where you are on the leaderboards. No, I had a couple. Was it, it good. just like lame, or does it have an? So, or were you infamous in some way? No, no, it's a mixture oh, okay. of a few things, and also it's the same name I have for some old Reddit accounts too. So oh. that's not, <laughs> you don't give a fuck with Reddit. It's not gonna tell. It was a weird. It was a weird high school. Talk about my dioramas. Uh, <laughs> man, I wish I had a pen. You could just write it down. Yeah. Yeah, we just want to know. I just want to see it. Yeah, later. Okay. Yeah. Just whisper it to me. <laughs> that reminds me of a really cool story in Star Wars Galaxies. Yes. <laughs> no, this is kind of what it was, tell right? Tell us. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> falls asleep. No, I want to know it. There was there was only one uh, kind of similar to RuneScape. Uh, Star Wars Galaxies. There was a time in that game where there were only a few Jedi's. Oh yeah, in, yeah. In hundreds of thousands. And if you got to see people, one, oh my hundreds god, hundreds of thousands of people, and because not everybody could be a Jedi, you had to basically like you had to do all these crazy things for this game. Are you on your phone? I just checked the time, but <laughs> that wasn't related to the story. I understand. Well, anyways, I saw a Jedi. It no, was no, cool. No, 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 no. I, I, I wasn't even looking. I wasn't even touching. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. How did, what con- in I what context? I found a video of the last 10 minutes of Farstar. Oh, no. In what context did you see what the, the Jedi? What the hell is this? It's the last 10 minutes of Farstar. What's Farstar? I don't know. I assume mm. it's, a, it's a server of galaxies, Star Wars galaxies. God, that UI sucks. In what Dick. context did you see the Jedi? Was it like... It was just neat. It was just she's yawning no, while asking. Because <laughs> it's the air circulation. What, what, kind of, what kind of Jedi was it? Yeah, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you I, do uh, remember Bruce. You remember it was yesterday. 
What was it? It does, really doesn't matter. That was the only thing was it was just cool to see. I wish games still did this, which was make things very very rare. That's yeah, that's yeah. I always thought that was cool that like only a few people could be like there's in what is it the Matrix Online? Yeah, there's oh, only yeah. one person that could be Neo, and I always wondered <laughs> what that person looked like and how often they played and like. Uh, if they would ever show up in your server or whatever else. I they did a lot of fun things like that, like certain events and stuff that only took place like once or twice. And yeah, I thought that was that, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. I just, you... It's just an, it's a neat uh, concept if you're playing a video game and you're like, wow, I could be Neo. Mm. And you log in. I guess apparently if you log in, immediately you know if you're Neo. You're just some dork. And then, just yeah. some dude in a leather jacket. Yep, that's uh, it. Do you think we were more appreciative or forgiving of that before? Because I feel like now, like a game like Star Wars Battlefront comes out, and you're like, man, I never get to be a Jedi oh, yeah, or yeah. a Sith or anything or any of those uh, like um, premium, you know, like characters. No, that's that's ultimately what got me to stop playing Star Wars Galaxies was the fact that I couldn't be a Jedi. So like, it was neat to see when I saw them, but eventually, like, I was just like. I can't put in the hours that is required to even get anywhere near this. Because you had to like oh. you had to do all these pre-quests to even see if you were force sensitive. Correct. Oh. So yeah. you had to invest all this time to even see if your character was capable of you, it. You had to master you had to master someone in the neighborhood of like 30 occupations at the time. And I had mastered two. Wow. And and I had I had played for somewhere in the neighborhood of 500 hours. So you had to master 30 of them and then again maybe find out if you're forced yeah. or not. Wait, so I, you would do all that and then realize you couldn't get Jedi powers? Yes. Yeah. And then people up. would delete their character and try again. Yeah. A lot of people did that. Yeah. Wow. It's like I like the idea of it being super rare, but the idea of putting it behind thousands of hours of grinding seems cruel and malicious. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Especially true. given their like their player base is gonna want to do that. Uh, what I happens think, at the end of this? Skip to the Yeah, end. I want to see them. Well, first of all, we have to hear from our sponsors, because let me tell you, Lars lads don't find themselves. Uh, I gotta, I gotta put boots to ground. Go out there on the street, go out in the street and find them. <laughs> and when I go out there, I gotta look good. Otherwise, they'll chase me off their lawn again. Uh, and that's why Stitch Fix is sponsoring this podcast, because Stitch Fix is a service that will pair you with a stylist on the internet, and then that person will learn your your likes, your dislikes and then send you a box with five chosen articles of clothing in them. You get to try them on at home, you get to keep the ones you like and send the ones you don't like back. And then they'll just bill you for the ones you keep and not charge you for the ones that you don't keep. Uh, it's actually a pretty great service. I've gotten some pretty great articles of clothing out of it. Um, it, is, it is the sort of thing, like you can sign up for it to either be subscription-based, so they'll just send you one every time you send one back, or you can just order it one at a time. Uh, they make it pretty easy to do either. So if every four or five months you feel like sprucing up your wardrobe, you can choose to do that. And the entire entire while, they'll they'll basically keep a file on you, uh, on the clothes you have, the clothes you kept, the clothes you didn't. And then when you send back stuff, you can put in little notes too, like, oh, I like this, but the fabric's not good, or I like this pattern, but the, I wish the colors were different. And by that, they, uh, they'll fine tune the clothes you like to exactly what you want, and before long, you'll be getting nothing but great fits, comfortable hits, help you, help you find those lads out there. Because uh, there's plenty of them, they just need to be found. And we have a special offer for you guys. Uh, if you keep all five items in your box, you can get 25% off your entire purchase. Uh, you can do that at stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. It's a pretty cool process. Uh, as someone who's trying to dress a little better, um, t-shirt and jeans, but they can be good t-shirt and jeans. Stitch Fix can help you do that. So once more, that's stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. Thank you, Stitch Fix, for, uh, for clothing all of our lads. Let me uh, skip to the end. I'm watching all sorts of cool spaceships come in. <laughs> I want to watch them all die. Will, will so those sad. the last screenies posted on Tet forums? <laughs> <laughs> it so was sad. a long time ago on the internet. 
Uh, I think it just like disconnects. Yeah. Probably. No. <laughs> so really it doesn't show them all just fall over. Yeah. They, well, yeah. It's not a I saw there. a comment that said, "Find a safe place oh. to log out." There it is. Connection. Bye. lost. Aw. Oh. Oh, Dark Darkani Rab loves Scotchy. Eight year veteran, seven years of experience. I had a little I had a farm. I was a farmer at Star Wars. Tatooine farmer. I had my own house. I believe I was a master creature handler. Maybe at some level point. Star Wars Galaxies was great because you had to pay upkeep on everything. It was if you didn't pay thing. it, it would like deteriorate. So I remember logging back in like six months after I'd given the game up, and my farm looked like Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew's farm. Like it was just smoking <laughs> and cratered, and, but everything else around was the same thing because everyone else had left. Yeah. So it was just this literal, but also digital wasteland of, <laughs> of dereliction. It was awesome. Uh, speaking of wastelands, so there's something that I've thought about. Uh, and that is that I love aggressive product packaging. Love it a lot. One of my favorite things. I read a lot of the backs of bags of stuff. And uh, this is something that I, there was, there was some like, uh, this is an energy drink. There was a different one that I was like, fuck, that, that is great copy. I took a photo of it, promptly forgot about it. This was something I meant to do like a year ago and Dude Soup never did. So that's a long wind up to say I'm about to read a, the back of a monster energy can to you. Should you put it up on the uh, screen? Oh, you, can't, oh, you can't, probably can't read it, can you? Uh, Eh, don't worry about it. I think yeah. I can do both. Never mind, just read it. No, it's... Uh, nah, I'll just read it. So this is a... This is copy from a can of Monster Assault Energy. Assault? Uh, <laughs> it's called Assault. And let me... Well, Assault it gets on your butthole. <laughs> assault is a sort of like stencil spray paint font. Yeah, you bet. So if you can... Here, I'll just tilt this towards you. You see a little military I, style. That's exactly extreme. what I imagined it, it would be. Yeah, it's it looks like extreme. the military. Oh, okay. Yeah. Monster is going to let you know that, that they, don't, they don't give a fuck about anything except juicing you up. <laughs> so here's, here's the copy. At Monster, we don't get too hung up on politics. We're not for the war against the war, or any war for that matter. We put the camo pattern on our Monster Assault can because we think it looks cool. Plus it helps fire us up to fight the big multinational companies who dominate the beverage business. Monster dominates the beverage business. Isn't Monster owned by Coca-Cola? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave politics to the politicians and just keep doing what we do best, making the meanest energy drinks on the planet. <laughs> Giving you kidney failure. <laughs> Declare war on the ordinary. Grab a monster assault at Viva La Revolution. <laughs> Monsterenergy.com. Then they got little icons for Instagram down there and YouTube. Show it. Put it up on the... Yeah. Let me, uh, <laughs> show everybody what we're uh, reading. So hold on. The uh, scaling might get a little weird. I don't want to... I want to show... There we go. Yeah. <sighs> I just, I know that somebody worked hard to write all this, and this went through multiple rounds. Did they of work hard? Hard enough. I'm not sure that they worked hard on that. I just like the idea that somebody's in like a 7-Eleven, they're holding a Monster Energy Assault, and just like a fucking Red Bull, and they're like, "Wow, this can." Which is not- would you pick? Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna tip you over. Yeah. Somebody out there, please. I know Dude Soup has a lot of marketing listeners. This is a very marketing-heavy podcast. If you're out there, please tell me that there are demographics tied to the copy on the back of a can and how many cans you sell. I bet I can also tell you why they wrote that first paragraph about war. Because I bet somebody up that chain in Coca-Cola was like, well, does the camo mean that we support the war? 
Like, are we, is that is that why? Are we supporting yeah. a war? I think it's to support our troops. No, it's because we think it looks cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that exactly. <laughs> Somebody wrote it and put it on the can, and they're like, no, no, it's because we think it looks cool. Uh, I'm also glad they, they said that they're going to leave politics to the politicians, because <laughs> that's important that Monster I would imagine that, that Monster yeah. would make its way into politics, yeah. but apparently Senator not. Monster. It says right there they don't. Uh, President Monster. Question. <laughs> 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 so stupid. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I love, I love it when Wait, snack foods they, take themselves seriously. Do they, they revolution but with a T? They spell that wrong. It was with a T. Yeah. Revolution. It's revolution. Revol. Yeah. Well, revolution. Well, they're saying. So they combined be. Spanish and English. They did. Spanglish. Spanglish. A monster only speaks in Spanglish. <laughs> well, if they got the Viva la Revolution, somebody would go there and be like, well, "That, that was a slogan that people said in war." Oh yeah. So somebody just like yeah. backspace. Spoken of. There we go. They're like, they're like, no, not that, not that kind of revolution. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, beverage revolution. He's leaning over the dude's Bev- shoulder. Uh, Bevolution. Like, Bevolution. Yeah. Viva la revolution. Points to the wall and it's like our company statement: leave politics to the politicians. Look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Wow. Uh, tell you what I'm doing. I'm gonna make Bruce read something though. Oh, I love these. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I actually really do like these. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bruce. Bruce is a a skilled orator. This is something that I've learned. I guess. Roll that graphic, Omar. There it is. Oh, this is glasses. This is my glasses. I pick those up every yep. day. His reading spectacles that he puts on his nightstand. I do wish that I had like a nice coat and then the glasses at the end of my nose. That'd be nice. A little smoking little, pipe. Yeah, smoking jacket. Yeah. I forgot to load the music to play under this. <laughs> Roll it again. Oh, yeah. That's fine. What is it? Yeah. So when, when the podcast is edited, Omar basically oh. puts the longer version of that. That harpsichord ditty under <laughs> oh, really? under your performance, yeah. Yeah, you don't listen to the podcast, Bruce? Come on. It's only an hour and a half long every week. <laughs> I'm part of it, typically. <laughs> yeah. We'll listen to it again. If we don't listen to it, how are we supposed to expect them to? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is, uh, this is I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. This is a bit of low-hanging fruit, but I got to take it. Um, world-renowned author, Ernest Cline, is also a bit of a poet. Poet Laureate, if you will. Ready Player One, he wrote. Yes, indeed. And Armada, the soon-to-be hit film Armada. Uh, but he also um, he expressed his uh, amorous feelings on the internet previously. With the, uh, I would say about equal levels of writing skill. So here you are, Bruce. Uh, I don't know that this is titled. And it's only the first page. There are three pages. What is this of? A, uh, it's a poem, man. It's, it's a, a poem? Yeah. Sort of. It's kind of like beat poetry. That Ernest Klein wrote. Yes. There are three pages. That is page one of three. We'll get to the other pages in following weeks. Take okay. it away, sir. This is a poem mm-hmm. by Ernest Klein, and it's untitled. I've noticed that there don't seem to be any porno movies that are made for guys like me. All the porn I've come across was targeted at beer-swilling, sports bar-dwelling alpha males. Men who like their women stupid and submissive. Men who can only get it up for monosyllabic, cock-hungry nymphos with gargantuan breasts and a three-word vocabulary. Adult films are populated with these collagen-injected liposuction women, many of whom have resorted to surgery and self-mutilation in an attempt to look the way they have been told to look. These aren't real women. They're objects. And these movies aren't erotic. They're pathetic. These vacuum-headed fuck bunnies don't turn me on. They disgust me. And it's not that I'm against pornography. I mean, I'm a guy, and guys need porn. Fact. Like a preacher needs pain, like a needle needs a vein, guys need porn. But I don't want to watch this misogynist, he-man, woman-hater porn. I want porno movies that are made with guys like me in mind. Guys who know that the sexiest thing in the world is a woman who is smarter than you are. 
Did you get this off of our nice guys? <laughs> it was on. It was on our fedora. That's uh, the first page of this poem. Yeah, it goes on. Fuck it. Who cares? I can read the rest. This, this is this is pleasant. This is very pleasant. All right. Here's page page the second. Page two. Page two. Untitled or anything. <clears throat> yeah. Actually, untitled is the title of the notepad document. I... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can have the whole cheerleading squad. I want the girl in the tweed skirt and the horn rimmed glasses. Betty Finnebowski, the valedictorian. Oh yes. First, I want to copy her trig homework, and then I want to make mad, passionate love to her for hours and hours until she reluctantly asks if we can stop because she doesn't want to miss Battlestar Galactica. Summa cum laude, baby. That is what I call erotic. But do you ever see that kind of woman in a contemporary adult film? No. You do all the time, Ernest Klein. Uh, which is why I'm going to start <laughs> writing and directing geek porno. I shall be the quintessential nerd porn auteur. And the women in my porno movies will be the kind that drive nerds like me mad with desire. I'm talking about the girls that used to fuck up the grading curve. The girls in the Latin Club and the National Honor Society. Chicks with weird clothes, braces, four eyes, and 4.0 GPAs. Brainy, articulate bookworms with Mensa cards in their purses and chips on their shoulders. My porn starlets will come in all shapes and sizes. My porn starlets will be too busy working on their PhD to go to the gym. I want the rest. Give me the last page. Yes, yeah, right, 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 right. What's up? Now we're going to go off on, the mo- on his porn starlets. We're all worked up now. All right, there you go. Keep it in your pants. In my kind of porno <laughs> movies, the girls wouldn't even have to get naked. They just take the guys down to the rec room and beat them repeatedly at chess, and then talk to them for hours about Heisenberg's uncertainty principle or the underlying social metaphors in the Aliens movies. Buy stock in some hand cream companies because there's about to be a major shortage, and I'm not just talking about straight porn, oh no. There should be fuck films for my nerd brethren of all sexual orientations. Gay nerd porn flicks with titles like Dungeons and Drag Queens. This idea is a fucking gold mine. I'm gonna make millions, because this country is full of database programmers and electronics engineers, and they aren't getting the loving they so desperately need. He wasn't wrong about that. And you can help. (laughs) If you're an intelligent woman, is interested in breaking into the adult film industry, and if you can tell me the name of Luke Skywalker's home planet, then you're hired. Doesn't matter if you think you're overweight or unattractive. It doesn't matter if you don't think you're beautiful. You are beautiful, and I will make you a star. Yeah. I'm a little, a little heated, a little steamy in here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm all turned on. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. I will find you rousing only if you can tell me where Luke Skywalker is from. Tatooine? Oh, yeah, you got it. You can <laughs> now be we may have intercourse. Part of his geek yeah. porno. Yay. Man, I love it. There's also, man, there's a time in my life where I probably would have written something very similar to that. You could have been Ernest Klein. I could have been. You could have been a multimillionaire. I think I, I think I had an online dating profile that was probably a little similar to that. Yeah. Didn't get a whole lot of bites yeah, for some did. reason. <laughs> it was that exact thing. Posted <laughs> looking for somebody to go downstairs yeah. and beat me at chess. Wow, yeah, that's pretty amazing. I, uh, <laughs> that's a good friend. I love. Uh, known so many dudes who say that, and then if they ever get like one up in any way by a woman, they can't handle it. Immediately can't handle it. I find that that disconnect fascinating. Dude, say I want that, and then it's right there, and they're like, I hate it. I don't know what it is. Weird thing. Uh, grass is greener kind of a thing, or not? <sighs> Maybe. Like, just like I, your expectations whenever they're actually. I think it's, I think. It's delusion. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's definitely what it is. <laughs> I think it's, it's dudes have a higher opinion of themselves than they probably should. Not saying that of Ernie, Ernie Klein there, but <laughs> speaking of myself, <laughs> reflecting on myself as a, a young lad, a lar lad, if Lars is a lad, if you will. Uh, I don't know, it's, uh, it's, I find it, I find it therapeutic <laughs> to reflect on emotional maturity. 
because for a stretch of my life, I was pretty, con pretty convinced it was never going to happen. What was it? Emotional maturity. I'm oh, there. I'm done. Oh. You, you did it? Yeah. You're there? Yep. Good for you. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. World's first actualized man right here. <laughs> yeah. It's weird to sit back and go like, emotional maturity. I guess it's never going to happen for me. <laughs> did you throw <laughs> like, like a party when you hit it? Like it's yeah. part of it requires you working yeah, toward yeah, it's, it. If you're constantly improving. Not just oh, going, I'm done though. Guess it's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was there's a shot of Lawrence like this. I'm done. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm, so explaining it is odd because uh, I always, I, I like that when you're two shot. Every time you're talking, I have to stare at myself. <laughs> well, the implication smiling. is that you, <laughs> I know. The implication <laughs> is that you could stop me, but you're not. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to stop you. No, go back to the other one. I want Bruce to be in this one. All right. So uh, I always told myself that I was, I was reliant upon outside data. This, this is like the height of, uh, of like, Human female trying to understand. Oh, how how delicate and, and mysterious human female. Yeah. <laughs> it's like me at 22, right? It was a bad scene. It was a very bad scene. Uh, Vagina. So, basically. Vagina. Vagina bones. But it was it was that it was a catch 22 of, of imploring my friends to tell me what was wrong with me, and then when they did. Outright telling them they were wrong at what they were telling me at because I didn't really have the strength. You're like, I cannot cry because I will rust. You have to be honest with me. We're like, we're like, would you please tell me like anything that I could fix? And they'd be like, well, if you did this, you're like, fuck you. Basically, you yeah. don't tell me <laughs> what's wrong with me. I'm perfect. I'm fine. Yeah. I don't have the emotional intelligence to understand what you're telling me right now. So just fuck off. I think I've had those conversations before. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Hopefully, hopefully now my point makes sense where. You, you're in a weird emotional trap and you feel like you can't get out, but it's mostly because there are evident truths that you're rejecting. Um, like, like the gentleman who wrote this poem um, has probably emotionally matured since then. But there's, you know, obvious hypocrisy in, I, I hate those chicks with big tits and they're stupid, but I want some chick that can name Star Wars Planet. Like, it's just objectification. But also you know that if some chick with huge tits wandered in the room, they would automatically... You know, go back on everything that they believe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, also, the chick with huge tits might know about Luke Skywalker's home yeah, planet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 So she might be hot and smart, according to Ernie Klein. He go, he go I will forgive the tits. <laughs> I guess. I guess. But I'm only doing it for your brain. Yeah. He's yeah. watched too much porn, is really the bottom line to that poem. Essentially, yeah. That predates him writing Ready Player One? I'm pretty sure. I think, it, I think it's just a scrap of internet media that was. was I mean, was discovered once he became a an author. It's amazing. Yes, it is. It is fine it's art. I agree. <laughs> but speaking of finding love, this podcast is also sponsored by eHarmony. Uh, eHarmony <laughs> is built to help you find a lasting and meaningful relationship. Uh, they're they're into finding you a life mate. Do you wanna do you wanna find one of those airheaded, uh, big-breasted women? You can go do that if you want. No, thank you. E-Harmony will help you find a girl that'll beat you at chess. And that's what we're all after, aren't we? <laughs> um, I, so it's weird because I, having grown up on the internet, uh -huh. I never once understood or even part of my emotional stunting, didn't ever recognize that there was any kind of stigma against online dating. But anyone I ever met through online dating was very hesitant to admit that because they actually have emotions and understood them. Uh, but it was odd. No, um, the the current girlfriend I'm with, I met met through online dating. Yeah. So it works, man. Well, it's I a, used to I used to always um, 
say that I'd never try online dating and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I'm actually going to meet somebody. And then when I actually first tried it, I was like, this is amazing. This is just, you know, a more efficient way of just meeting somebody. Yeah, you can meet a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. And if you, uh, if you don't have a profile that reads similar to that, you can actually have interesting and, and pretty meaningful human connections. It helps you have a conversation, get to know people before you... Because uh, uh, you know, going out can be a big commitment, especially if you're shy or... Um, not used to that sort of thing. So hitting a, hitting a rapport with somebody first and then asking them out somewhere, that, that works pretty well. Um, but if you're looking for love out there, you can get a free month when you sign up for a three-month subscription by using our code SOUP. So that's at uh, eHarmony.com. Use our code SOUP at checkout for a free month when you sign up for a three-month membership. Um, man, having a partner is great. Uh, my girlfriend did the dishes last night. Nice. And to me, that's true love. When there's a <laughs> house chore I don't have to do because she did them for me. Doesn't get better than that, my friends. Basically, having a roommate that you know you have sex with. I can't that's think what, of a better that's thing. That's what, what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So love? Know. What is love? <laughs> what is love for human? It's human. <laughs> Tapping the monitor with my claw hands. <laughs> so close, but so far. I cannot so do the dishes with these hands. <laughs> He's terrible murder hands. <laughs> All right. Um, let's uh, let's decide who's netting hard this week. Roll, roll that sweet graphic. So you're not familiar with hard Yeah. It only gets cooler. <laughs> Lynn's face. I was wondering if that would elf out. It does. Lynn, cool. <laughs> Lynn's face. It's <laughs> going down some tech rabbit hole. It was amazing. Yeah, you are. You're in the it's a ride. You're in the you're in the net zone now, my friend. You should explain hard net to Lynn since right. he doesn't know. I will do that. Uh, the definition changes week to week depending on. <laughs> how I feel about it, but essentially I just find things that are, I find extreme examples of the human condition as exposed by the internet. Uh, So it's essentially like like your your RuneScape notoriety or what have you. There's there's interesting human behaviors that I think are are unique to the way that people engage with each other through the internet. It both allows us to see people's weirdness and celebrate that weirdness. Uh, It's not necessarily a point and laugh cringe factory, even though it can go there, but typically it's uh, just like Man, who's, who's seeing net- what people are capable of? Yeah, who's who's netting the hardest and celebrating yeah. it? Nice, always celebrating that. That is, excuses me from potentially mocking people. Did you look at what I said last night? That was pretty rough. Uh, what what was it? The silly show. Oh, this. Oh, yeah. She put that in the Slack. I didn't get to look at it. Oh uh, no, I haven't uh, seen uh, it. Yeah, maybe another week. Another. So, week yeah, for next week. Perhaps. Next week. <sighs> All right, and uh, it's it's brand new. Only a few weeks old. Channel. All right, anyway, I'll have to check it out. All right, uh, so you know, new new table, new year, new dude soup. Uh, Flopatron has been great. has been reigning champ for a long time, and this I'm saying this is it. This is it. Win oh, or lose, we're retiring. Flopatron. Win or lose, this is the last ride for Flopatron. It's going into the the Hard Net and Hall of Fame after this. But I'll, I'll show you the Flopatron, then show you a contender, and you will have to vote on which one you think is net and harder. Hit the road. <laughs> Hit the road, Jack. Also performed by Ray Charles. Thanks, Flopatron. Also, Thanks. in addition to the Flopatron. So, this gentleman uh, put a bunch of old-ass computer hardware together, programmed it all to play a song, that's and that's what awesome. you see before you. A childlike wonder, the glee, I can see it on your face. That's like multiple levels of having talent at something. I guess you're right, yeah. yeah. It's it's the tech, it's the artistry, it's everything. Yeah. 
it's oh, bending us. Yeah. I love it so much. Okay, so that's that's the Flopatron. That's uh, gonna be hard to. There are many radio hits. It is hard to it is hard to beat. I've been I gotta admit I've been uh, I've been feeling I've been feeling some some fastballs against this one, and then they mm -hmm. just they're not hitting. But I think I might have found something really good this week. I want that to be my new ringtone. <laughs> the Flopatron version of Hit the Road, Jack. Yeah. All right, so this is a gentleman on DeviantArt uh, by the name of Merlogic One. Previous account was banned, so hopefully this one's cool. <laughs> But he does a particular thing uh, where he commissions a lot of he commissions a lot of blonde buxom women buying a lot of white bread. So let me uh, let me just get in here. Oh well, here, here's a, a here's well, an Annabelle there. That's Gravity Falls. Oh yeah, no. So there's yeah. he's got other stuff, but this is a recurring theme. Wonder Bread. Mm -hmm. I should be specific. So there's a, there's a bit of a, a working girl. Cool. Uh, ample ample bosom. Mining up the bread, I guess, with her jackhammer. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's click around some of these. So that's activity, though. So let me let me browse his gallery because he'll commission this oh stuff. Oh boy! And post You're it. Gonna be careful here. Uh, I think it's fine. <laughs> oh, whoa! So yeah, here's uh, here's another one of. Uh, what about that one with the woman in the business suit? She's like she's sitting on gold though. Where's the bread? Uh, so oh, sometimes she Esme will. Esme from a series of oh, Here we events. go. Here we go. So th this is the thing that he. This is kind of his thing, so it's a... Uh, Whoa, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, there's a few more. And by a few, I mean like 20 of them. <laughs> but specifically, it's all a woman in like a business suit buying a lot of Wonder Bread, like a lot of Wonder Bread at a, at a grocery store. And it took a bit of div digging to find this, to be frank. Um, oh, 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 I was reading that description. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. It was beautiful. Did you see that? Yeah, I was reading about the commissions and how yeah. he made enough money to leave his country oh. and stuff. Oh, wow, there. what? Beautiful. I was there's distracted a, by the bucks There is a hidden a story here yeah. that yeah. might be more impressive than the actual I suppose work. that's true. Sorry, let me, let me go back to it. No, then. no, no, it's okay, it's okay. Is this one here? In other news today, an artist in South America literally called me Jesus today because I keep accepting his $60 commission and now he has enough money in his nation's currency to move the fuck out of wherever the fuck he is currently located. <laughs> <laughs> and Tumblr thinks wow. I'm the literal antichrist. See, I help people in a very questionably unorthodox way. Okay. First and only comment. What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So, uh, yeah, I found this. I found this, this particular person and their particular pursuits because I saw a comment that somebody left Somebody basically said, somebody just commissioned the weirdest picture from me. They were very specific. They said they wanted a very rich woman in a business suit in a store buying as much Wonder Bread as possible. And then somebody replied to that and said, somebody actually commissioned the same picture from me. And by connecting all that, it directed me to this gentleman, the person who is commissioning all of these from, pictures for reasons uh, I can't divine. Oh, so he's just paying people to draw. Yes. Interesting. He, uh, he pays people. He, he commissions artists. What's Annabelle? I think that's the name of this character. Okay, because <laughs> I keep seeing it at the beginning of every image. Annabelle is smooth and juicy. Finally found a new commission artist who seems super thrilled about it too. Oh. So she's picking up some more Wonder Bread. She seems to be crushing some Wonder Bread in that, that fist there. Uh, so uh, yeah, there's Lawrence, interpretation. do you think that possibly we could get one of our artists to commission a picture for Merlogic? So we connect so, them with, with like Kel or Kip, not to volunteer oh. them, but... <laughs> uh, we can get them to draw a picture for Merlogic. And, we'll and then we'll pay Keller Kip. Yeah, yeah. Tumblr well. can literally eat shit and die right now. What? Okay, look, <laughs> when word got out over the existence of my DeviantArt account and everyone on Tumblr started staging a boycott towards my commission request, I didn't think they were actually serious. Tumblr wants nothing to do with me, with oh. me anymore. Commission artists all over Tumblr either straight ignore me or tell them what I want. They tell me to fuck off and kill myself. What happened to this being so easy? Why? Without Tumblr, who the hell am I going to get commissions from now? 
Thanks, Kiwi Farms. You sacks of Chris Chan loving garbage. You got what you want. Now my channel's probably likely to see one or two new commissions a month. Well, it is weird to have a Deviant Art account that you source the art from commission, like artists you commission. It's a I little suppose. strange, a little, little unorthodox. And Bruce, I mean, even like you called it. Now even they're they can't find artists. Yeah, because. What the, why? So we need to provide them with I guess artists. why not? <laughs> Tumblr thought it was weird. Oh, why uh, would Tumblr care if he's yeah. getting people to There must be, there's more to the story that we don't about. know about. I think there's just Tumblr drama. There's more to the story we don't know about. The perfect spot for a white bread picnic. Yeah. Now to get my slaves to bring me another truck full of white bread and processed meat. I don't no. like that her hair and her body is the same color. <laughs> <laughs> why is she in a, uh, like a, for, a deforested... Because I think she's like, I think a model of Capitalism. That's she's what I'm getting a, at. Ah. More and more is that she's fat. Okay. Uh, she loves Wonder Bread. She loves processed food. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Oh, this one's real good. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. Man, good work. New What's money versus Barbie? vainglory. All right, sure. Gloriously white and wealthy. All right, all right. Uh, <sighs> Tomato Sin's got a comment there. I was just thinking. Oh, to really spice up these pictures and add an extra dimension to this. What if they were shopping for the bread on during Black Friday? Yeah. <laughs> really heighten the overlying things, themes of consumerism. There you go. Consumerism. Yeah. So, well, it's, uh, it's like Barbie quality. Uh, yeah, I know. Interest concepts. Interest concepts. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, man, there she goes. There's man. something here. There's oh, okay. Something. More, there's more. Something. She got money poking out of her pocket. She's talking about tearing uh, down parks. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of symbolism, a lot of metaphor there. Capitalism. But... No, Merlogic says with a sudden Twitter fame I want to take advantage of. If anyone's interested and want to give me an AMA, let me know. <laughs> I'll be reaching out, man. I actually was going to reach out and see if we could interview him, but uh, to me that seemed to cross a wall. I would agree. Mm. Yeah, I would agree. It's supposed to be one-way mirror here. Well, I think we just get Merlogic to commission an artist that we can connect him with, and we'll pay them Whoa. for that for that drawing. What's going on here? That one looks aggressive. Dang! All American Mart. This is so cool. Yeah, right? And weird. I, have you ever felt so American you shit red, white, and blue? You ever feel so patriotic you make Donald Trump look like some hippie communist? Meet Gloria Sandwiches, the most patriotic women in all of existence. Woman, well, whatever. This woman is so American she fantasizes about Klan rallies and conservative Jesus. Oh boy. She drives a Hummer H2 oh. and a strong American-made car from General Motors. She lives on an all-meat-based diet. And of course, her favorite food of all time is soft American Wonder Bread. If you're not American, uh, you have to go on the other side of the wall because in Gloria's mind, it's not all right if it isn't white. Well, you might be oh, a racist. Yeah, oh. not, yeah, this took a hard turn. Yeah, I'm not really <laughs> sure I agree with Gloria's the, the sign above her head that said all white, I, I was going to give yeah. that the benefit of the it's doubt. It's for the bread. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't. She likes bread. Hmm. And there was something earlier about slaves, and I... Didn't kind of know what that. sense that might be in. I think I'm going to vote for Flopatron. Flopatron, I think, wins oh, again. Come on, you guys. Well, see, yeah. I, the, so there's, there could, this could go either way. I tried so, so hard with this Merlogic, one. Good one. Mer, Merlogic could be uh, commenting on society. Sure, making and a saying, comment like, on that kind of behavior right, and thinking. saying, like, I, how dare America or whatever. Uh, this which is, is gluttony. This is, yeah. You know. Or he could really be... He has a really unique fetish. ...into this, yeah, yeah. like real bad. Mm. Dang! A girl stacked. And You're that, get to Flopatron? That could <laughs> possibly be where Tumblr is not really connecting connecting with this. Yeah, I guess oh. I can see that. Oh. Flopatron's a safe bet. Uh, <laughs> oh, she likes bread, hates vegetables. It's great. And there, <sighs> you guys. Well, watermelons in there. Yeah. 
It's too ahead of its time. Hit the road, road jack. Is too. I think it's going to be Floppatron. Yeah. God damn it. you know what? Almost had us there. Well, All right, well, fine. That's part of the problem. Almost. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Floppatron's gone anyway. Retired in the Hall of Fame, undefeated. Yeah. Hope you guys are happy. Well, we are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you going to play Floppatron out? No, no. I'm, re- I'm retiring Floppatron. There we go. I too many, too many weeks. Uh, mm. It's weird, man. People, people getting a little, a little feisty about it. There's always a new, a new one. You want two new ones every week? Better, Trying to bleed me dry here. Better watch out for Mer Logic. Keep an eye out. He's gonna be pissed. You guys robbed him. I'm curious to see what, it, what like, if Mer Logic watches the podcast. Number one, and number two, if he or she can comment on what they were doing. Because yeah. I'm curious. Hey, I say leave, leave the artist's intent to the artist. What did Woody Allen do? I don't know. Yeah. Lawrence, you got a point. Midnight in Paris, good movie. Although it's not, he's not the artist, he's just the commissioning, but... Yeah. <laughs> okay, right, whatever. Stay away from our artists? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mind, we'll not be connecting <laughs> with them. Let me tell you, Bruce, money ain't racist, right? It's like, good, guns don't kill people. Are first. there any black people on money? <laughs> Harry, well, Tubman? Harry Tubman was just yeah. added, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sacagawea coin. America still wins again. Sacagawea. Oh, there you go. There you have it. Saved. We're not racist. (laughs) Yay. Proven once again. Okay. Uh, And on that positive (laughs) note, I'm happy to to announce that we, the podcast is done. We did it. Made it all the way. Comedy survived again. (laughs) It feels like a whole week. (laughs) We're not done yet. It's only Tuesday. Uh, We're not done yet. Uh, The post show is coming up if you're watching live. If you're not, thank you for joining us for this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Celebrity gossip every week. That's what you tune into this for. Now on. Nothing but the hottest headlines. What's Katie Holmes doing? I don't know. Somebody get on that. We never see Ariana Grande anymore. I know. It's because I think her hair is fine and she's just rich now. Yeah. Mm. She hasn't come out with a new album in a while. She will. What's Ariana Grande dying? She might be dying. Tune in next week to find out. (laughs) She's fine. Ariana Grande dead. She died. She's fine. She's dead next week. Thanks for coming on, Lynn. That's yeah. fun. Thanks again, Lynn. Great, great time. You're not done, by the way. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. We got a show coming up if you're watching live or if you're a first member. Uh, if you're not, if you're neither of those things, again, thank you for your time. Uh, brief announcement, because because uh, our lives aren't easy enough, I decided, <laughs> what if we just spend half the workday getting high and playing video games? So we're going to do that this Friday. It's not a joke. Uh, <laughs> That's not a joke. Yeah. It's 420, baby. And Nintendo Labo's coming out. So, here watched a, an idiot stoned out of his mind try to follow basic instructions and assemble a cardboard toy. Because hopefully you're about to. Uh, we'll see how it goes, the best I could say. I got a wheel and a mystery bag. So, mystery bag? Yeah, mystery bag. It's got, it's got weed leaves on it. I'm really worried about this. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. So, yeah, that's this Friday, uh, 4.20, approximately 2 p.m. Pacific. But you know how stoners are. It's hard to be punctual. Uh, truth is, we might be setting up cameras and stuff, getting everything arranged. <laughs> we work hard here. So please join us for that, uh, an evening of, of cultured entertainment, uh, display of mental and physical abilities. It's going to be, a, it's like a circus, but with humans. I don't know what that is. Human circus. A cirque. 420, everybody. <laughs> 420. <laughs> uh, and thanks again for watching, or listening, however you did it. Thank you, Bruce, Lynn, Elise, for joining me. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.